0: Okay, it is the Come On Now Daily, Stress Daily, MMA podcast for March 24th. So get this first thing out of the way. Um, in his interview with Kevin Ioli, Dana White said, once we get the Habib fight on, we're rolling, man. We're back in business and we're rolling. And like I told you earlier, everything that's going Everybody that's going to fight because they want to, not because they have to. So, um, White started that off by saying all these fights are being rescheduled. um, Referring to the three events that were postponed, which means if a UFC fighter was on one of those three cards, went through their camp, paid for that camp, and then had their fight postponed tough shit, you're getting nothing, your fight will be rescheduled and enjoy paying for that second camp and maybe a break even but obviously that's not White's concern he's these are in, his independent contractors, not his employees, so again the message there is tough shit you're not getting paid your fight's getting rescheduled and Whatever money you spent, you might as well just burned it. So, that's that's about that. Now, let's take a listen to Kevin Ioli's Instagram Live. Part of Kevin Ioli's Instagram Live interview with UFC President Dana White. I've
1: had a pretty good run, okay? If, if, the, if the coronavirus is what's going to take me out, then, then so be it. Listen, there's one thing... That is guaranteed. We are all going to die. That's guaranteed. How, we don't know. But, you know, there's tons of people dying of heart disease, car accidents, uh, the flu, and all these other things. If this is what's going to get me, it's going to get me. What am I going to do? But, I mean, I guess what I I would be concerned about, and I guess what the average person who who is questioning your decision, like, I have no doubt that you can pull it off. So, you know, and I think most people who know you— as well as I do, know that you can get this thing done even with the logistics. But that, you know, just it's a global health situation, so other people are going to get sick, not just you. If it was just your health, okay, but it's other people's health that might be at risk. And, and what do you, how do you handle that, and how do you make your decision knowing that, you know, what you decide may have an adverse effect on someone else's health? How would I decide? Everybody who's going to be involved in this thing is going to be involved because they want to be. Not because they have to be or they have to do anything. There's not going to be any fans there. This thing will be a closed event. And believe me, we didn't just start thinking about safety when the coronavirus popped up, okay? Health and safety is something, you know, This, these are things that normal businesses that are out there right now don't necessarily have to think of on a daily basis. Right. Health and safety is something we've been doing long before the coronavirus. And we'll be doing it long after the coronavirus is gone. Yeah. Um. This is just normal
0: shit for us. I will commend Ioli for asking something that has been avoided largely uh, by ESPN when they have had the uh, pleasure of having uh, to speak to Dana White, and that is that Ioli asked about health and safety um, during this pandemic. And at first, White went off on some tangent, uh, which was... I don't know if he, if he thought Ioli was asking the question of his health and safety, which, I mean, why would we care about the health and safety of Dana White uh, when, when we're talking about a fight card? But okay. But anyway, I don't really care about the health and safety of Dana White. And as Ioli said, if it was just Dana White's health, well, that's his decision. He's playing with the health of a, a lot of people in this situation. And it's not just the fighters. I, have to beat, beat the, I hate to beat this drum relentlessly, but fighters, corners, whoever they're traveling to and from, their family and friends, their training partners, the doctors, the referees, the arena staff, all these people, the health and safety, it has to be considered of all these people. And and White, once again, when Ily clears that up, White goes off again on his health and safety tangent about the UFC always being the leader in health and safety and blah, blah. And then he proceeds to say that no other—well, he implies that no other businesses have to worry about health and safety, which I'm going to assume that Dana White has never held another job that is uh, subject to OSHA requirements and OSHA inspections, so— um, every job, every business has to deal with health and safety. Um, and and the jobs I worked before this, they were manual labor jobs, working in warehouses, uh, working in distribution centers. And we would have safety discussions every day. And it was always, um, that that was the main thing. It was safety first. And that's the thing, same thing in almost every job. It's safety first, health and safety. Uh, Is what every business stresses. So if White thinks the UFC is some kind of model for this, it's not. Because it does not do above and beyond. It does what is expected of it by the government, by the athletic commissions. So that's not the greatest safety program in the world. It has a safety program, but it's mandated by the athletic commissions. So. That needs to be stressed every time White hits, this, hits, that, hits that point. And again, he never answered the question other than to say, these guys and gals are going to be there because they want to be there. But do they, do they want to be there or do they have to be there? Because if they're not there, they don't get paid. So wanting to and having to are two different things. And, and White and the fans should not get them confused. I'll say this again, wherever this fight card lands, and whoever is involved in this fight card, coronavirus and COVID-19 testing has to be mandated by that athletic commission for every person that steps into that. That testing should be before and after the event, and after the event, um, everybody involved should also be quarantined for two weeks and then tested again. It's, this is ridiculous. It's just ridiculous, and I don't, I don't understand the thinking. Sports don't need to happen right now. Sports shouldn't happen right now. Someone's ego should not get in the way of health and safety of, of possibly thousands of people. It's just silly, dumb, and I don't know what else to say about it. I don't usually have good things to say about a Conor McGregor outside the cage. But today I will. Um, He recorded a pretty impassioned, uh, let's call it a speech, about a full lockdown in Ireland. Um, I would say I agree with him, not only in Ireland, but in any other country where the uh, coronavirus is still spreading and deaths are still occurring and increasing. Um, I I don't know what else to say about that, but here's what um, McGregor had to say. And, I mean, he's uh, pretty much the direct opposite of Dana White on this situation. And pretty good, good for McGregor that he spoke up.
2: Hello, everyone. Hello, Ireland. I would like to address my nation to the people of Ireland, to our President Michael D. Higgins, to Vice Admiral Mark Mellett, to Garda Commissioner Drew Harris, Chief Medical Officer, Tony Houlihan. Leo, the two Simons, Mary and Michal. I respect you all greatly and I would like to put forth some of my thinking. I want to say that while we are all currently debating a full lockdown, I feel that we must. Any time spent debating this is needless time from the clock. I know a good tough fight when I see one and we have one on our hands now. I want to call upon my people, the great people of Ireland. This fight needs us all. We are all in the red corner together, awaiting the bell. So let's gather together and ring the bell ourselves, including the people of the rest of the world. True lockdown must begin, and it must begin now. A lockdown together. A lockdown united. We must close our airports. We must close all non-essential business. We must cut all non-essential travel. Commissioner Harris and Vice Admiral Mellet, we must prepare and deploy our units to all and any known built-up areas across our country now. President Higgins, you must give these great men and women the power to enforce this task if necessary. However, I know that when the true seriousness of this is understood as it is becoming now, our great nation will oblige and impeccably do so. It is time for a full lockdown, and we are ready. Powers that be, I am calling to you all. The fate of our great island depends on it. This is my proposal, and I pray that we can make this happen. We need to take the same measures of of some of the heavier affected countries, only we must do it in quicker time. We have the advantage here in that we can see this coming. We can see this coming. But if if we do not act on our advantage, then we cannot expect different results. We are not adhering to social distancing, at least not to the extent required to halt exponential growth. A lockdown will facilitate this. It will reduce transmissions. It will take the pressure off of our frontline staff and it will allow us to identify all of our cases. These methods are stringent but necessary and have worked in China and Hong Kong. (sighs) Ireland, we have got this. Not only do we have the formula, we have it ahead of time. Let's go, Ireland. Let's go, rest of the world. Lockdown united. Together we stand. God bless us all.
0: Like I said pretty uh, impassioned speech there from mr mcgregor and i'll leave it at that for today um and i uh, hope everybody stays safe and i hope uh dana white comes to his senses uh, and i'll be back tomorrow <music>